what's going on. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. Are you serious about having major growth in your business? Ready to have a business that you love? Then become a member of the Biz Women Rock Academy today. The Biz Women Rock Academy has everything you need to master your business. Masterclasses, case studies, behind-the-scenes training that give you practical strategies for growth. A private members forum where you'll build deep relationships with your fellow biz women, get support, and share best practices. Building your business is a journey, and the Biz Women Rock Academy ensures you have the support, the education, and the relationships that make it a profitable, enjoyable, and purposeful one. Become a member today by visiting bizwomenrock.com forward slash academy. I am so excited for you to be here for today's live coaching call podcast episode because the question that we're answering today is how do I differentiate myself in a marketplace full of other people just like me who are selling exactly what I sell? So Michelle Mosier is the owner of South Shore Insurance Professionals. Her company offers all types of insurance, including auto, home, flood, commercial, recreational, all that sort of jazz. But her products are a commodity. There are thousands of others like her who do exactly what she does, offer exactly what she does, and who can give you, the person looking for the best price, the exact same quote. So... How does she differentiate herself from everyone else? That's exactly what we're discussing on today's live coaching call. So I'm able to help Michelle get clarity around two very special things that make her different than everyone else. And then we get to work brainstorming on ways to accentuate and grow each of those. In this episode, we rattle through a ton of great ways to market to a local community, both online and offline, but how not to turn away business that's not local. We actually did a mini analysis of Michelle's website so it could do a better job leveraging her differentiators and enticing those who are ready to do business with her to engage with her. We also discussed why video marketing is a very strong strategy for Michelle and how she could use it to marry her love for educational content marketing with her biggest differentiator of all, herself. We even go into a favorite strategy of mine to really put a strong personal touch on those people seeking out Michelle's services to clinch the deal. Michelle is awesome, and I know you're going to love this episode, so enjoy. Michelle, what's going on, girl? Hey, Katie. Great to see you. Um, computer screen away. I know. We are. We actually get to be uh, visually saying hi. Skype to... Well, not Skype to Skype. This is Zoom to Zoom because Skype was not being friendly to us today. Very true. <laughs> never friendly to uh, But you listening get to listen to us. Um, but I wanted to, first and foremost, welcome you. You are here for live coaching and strategy. Are you ready? 
I'm excited. Yay. Cool. So, so everyone has a really good foundation on how we can best understand kind of the stuff that you're here to get today. Do an explanation of what your business is and kind of what your business model is. Okay. We are a local independent insurance agency. We focus on personal insurance and commercial insurance for individuals and small to medium-sized businesses. We're located in Hillsborough County, but we're state licensed. So we write insurance anywhere. And that's everything that you could think of that you might need insurance for, whether it's your home and your car and jewelry and that kind of stuff, or workers' comp and property insurance and stuff to insure your business. There's a ton of us throughout the state. And that's part of my strategy session with you is really trying to figure out how do I differentiate myself from everybody else who does what I do that writes with the same companies that I write with when price isn't the issue? I might write a homeowner's policy or, or do a homeowner's quote for you. And as long as everything is quoted the exact same way with another agent, it's the exact same price. So we try to be involved in our community, which of course is, is one of the things that we do a lot of, which is how we met. We're involved with our local chamber. We do a lot of things just kind of in the small business community. But we're looking for what everybody does that. Yeah. Lots of agencies are in the chamber. Lots of agencies support the Little League team or this or that or whatever. So we're really just looking for a way to stand out a little bit more. Mm. Um, Part of what we've done that we kind of have been implementing over the last year or so is education. We always do a lot of education, but we've really focused on our education and technology, which sounds funny because I can't use Skype. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) You know, our website is interactive. You can chat with us on our website. Our quote proposals are done by video. So you see me explaining coverages to you whenever you might be able to, to be able to best view that. You might not be able to talk to me between eight and five, Monday through Friday when we're here. But you might at nine o'clock at night sit down and watch a video of me telling you, you know, hey, Katie, here's your quote and here's what these different coverages mean. And that's kind of our goal is to be able to educate you, but to meet you where you are. So that's something I think that we might do that's a little bit different from some standard other agencies right. that aren't quite as tech savvy. Yeah. So it's the girl who can't use Skype. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a that's one thing that you could say that's pretty special about you guys is that you really are. And I'm looking at your website right now, and it is. It's really it's not nice. A, a lot of other insurance agencies I see are you know what I would call business card websites. They're not necessarily so interactive. I can't talk to you one-on-one. I'm seeing a video down here on your site, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I totally get that. We send, you know, your quote is personalized to you and it's there. You can't see those. They're password protected. You know, so everybody's got their own individual proposal with me kind of going through it, just like if you were sitting in front of me. But the fact of the matter is we can write from Pensacola to Key West. A lot of people we never see. The majority of our business is referrals. Yep. That's what I was going to ask. Like, give me a percentage. Are we talking uh, 70%, 90%? Probably in the 80-ish percent range. Okay. And what percentage is local? A good part of it is local, Hillsboro local. Mm-hmm. But I've got pockets. Like, I've got relationships in North Florida. So when I, I have family up there, who nope, you know, then the word starts to spread. Same with the East Coast of Florida. The, uh, the hyper-local part is really the Facebook neighborhood pages have worked amazing. 
for us. You know, people ask, my kid just got their driver's license and what do I do about car insurance? Or I just got my renewal and I'm not happy. So who do you use? And we always get pulled into those conversations, which is great. It's a lot of time to manage Facebook all day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we work with a group of agents. There's an agency owner's Facebook page that's got 2,500 insurance agents in it who own agencies, independent agencies like ours across the country. And, you know, I don't get an opportunity to refer a whole lot of business to, you know, the guy in Kansas because I don't know anybody going to Kansas, but they know people coming to Florida. Yeah. We've become the go-to agency there, which has been kind of nice. You know, as soon nice. as he says, I need an agent in Florida, somebody else throws our information out there, which is fantastic. Okay. But we want to make sure we're being relevant and that we're doing something different because price price is certainly an issue when anybody shops for insurance, but it's my price and, and the guy over there's price is exactly the same if it's done right. So so you have to figure out the differentiator. You have to figure out and then optimize the heck out of that and put some gasoline on it. Absolutely. Okay, gotcha. Let me start foundationally by asking the question, what do you want? What kind of business do you want? I know we're talking very in the minutia of how do I differentiate myself, but the answers to that are going to be contingent on what direction you really want to go. So what is that vision for your company? I mean, we're so we're three years old. It's myself and a heavy part-timer. She's here four days a week. I would love to be myself and a full-time administrative in-office kind of person and then an outside salesperson. I don't ever expect us to be more than four or five people large ever. It's just not what I was looking to do when I started to do this. I always envision myself being client involved. There's a lot of agencies that agency owners are running the agencies just kind of from a a high level overseeing, you know, what companies they write with and stuff like that. But they're handing off all of these transactional things to their agents, to their agents, which we don't see that as transactional. We see that as an opportunity to build a relationship and then take it further to help us, you know, from our networking standpoints and everything else. So I, I like what I do. So I want to be involved in quoting and writing business. And my passion for what I do is really working with small businesses to make sure that they're protected. And that gives me a great opportunity to learn about their business, to figure out, you know, what kind of coverage they need. So that's, if I were to, to really kind of dig down into what does it look like, I would be, you know, the commercial person. And then of course, running the office with a staff that takes care of the majority of the personal, but and it's kind of how we are now, but there's one and three quarters of us. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. So what percentage of your business... What I heard was that you really like the niche of business and writing business insurance, right? And any sort of commercial insurance that's needed. Yeah. What percentage of businesses that does that make up for you now? Probably about 35%. Okay. So that other, that other 65% is all personal. That's personal, all... Whether it's auto insurance, home insurance. We work with, um, with lenders and realtors, which really home insurance is kind of our entry into somebody's household. And then we work to look at the auto and, and that kind of stuff from there. Got it. But the majority of the personal that we write is homeowners. Gotcha. Okay, cool. 
two things I'm seeing immediately based on what you told me that your vision is, that you really love being in the weeds, basically, with the relationships with your clients. And I really want to take this moment to make sure that you see and you listening see that that is a powerful growth strategy because growth does not always need to mean more people, more span, more business systems, more all of that stuff. It doesn't need to mean that. It can mean whatever you want your growth to be. And it sounds to me like you want a really beautiful, nicely humming machine with you really at the helm, still building the relationships, probably being the rainmaker, if you will, uh, for lack of a better term. Like you're going out, you're getting the business, you're developing those relationships. When somebody refers, it's you that they are referring to. They might be saying South Shore Insurance Professionals, but that's not what they're saying. They're saying, you need to talk to Michelle, right? Right. Okay, gotcha. You love that. You don't want to lose that. And you really... The building and the growth of the behind the scenes business is just getting the administrative help to allow you to do more of that stuff. Is that right? right? It definitely is. You know, it's definitely not just me. It takes all of them to do that. Yep. All of them. All of Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) And the future people. The future uh, three and one quarters of of a person. But I don't ever envision myself just sitting in the back office paying bills and right. doing payroll. Like that's, right. that's not why I opened my office. Awesome. I love hearing that. Okay. So by the way, this is a really good point to really recognize that there are so many quote unquote jobs to do as you that it takes to run your business and it is very important for we as entrepreneurs and the and the originators of our business to be very clear about what we love doing the most right. because sometimes those are seen as jobs within the business that we should be delegating to other people but if that's what you love and that's what fills you you show up and do that job so okay the two things i see is that number 1 you are what makes it different if there are a thousand personal insurance companies, right? Like insurance companies that are basically like run by an individual or a couple or a small team, it's not your Geico, it's not your progressive, it's not any of those other insurance companies, it's the person. Right. If there's a thousand of them, the only, and you guys all are gonna get the same quote. The most immediate thing that you need to recognize and leverage is you. You right. Are what makes it so different. So th- you've been doing that already because the practicalities of how you do that is you go out and you get yourself known. Now, we're going to talk in just a second about some creative ways that you can do that, uh, maybe different ways that you maybe haven't thought of, more effective and efficient ways to do that. But what you're doing already is a really good base. You are getting yourself known in the community. You are participating in organizations. You are directly participating in events that put you in the seat as the you know insurance provider you got to go talk to Michelle you're also doing that online which is brilliant not a lot of people are really taking advantage of those local neighborhood facebook groups there are some other ideas that i have on that so that's one thing so recognizing that you first and foremost is what makes this business different so the more that you can sell yourself and make you and your personality and who you are and all of the awesomeness that it, that is contained in that the better off you are so that's one thing 
second thing to notice is that you are very smart to understand like what's a differentiator? Like what really kind of makes us special? What's one thing that we kind of do better than most other people? Technology, easy interactive technology. What you're doing already, and I love that you are doing this. And you're right. I have not seen a lot of insurance companies who do this well. They focus on the, I'm the individual. I'm going to get myself ingrained in the community part, which is awesome. But they haven't necessarily leveraged this, well, how do people want to interact with me? And how can I help be there when they're ready to interact with, I need to find insurance. So for those people who I don't meet on the street and I don't meet elsewhere, or I do meet them at a meeting, but that wasn't the meeting that they wanted to talk to me. Or you know, I didn't really... We didn't get a chance to say hello. So now I'm going to give... I'm going to optimize these online tools and these technology tools because these are going to make it really easy for somebody to interact with me versus... Uh, my phone number is on the website. You can go get it and talk to me, right? During my hours. Oh, and that's a great point. We I was at a meeting where... A conference where somebody spoke and said, you know, meet people where they are. And I used to look at Facebook Messenger as a pet peeve because somebody would send me a message. I'd either have to pick up my phone or I'd have to log into Facebook. And, you know, we're busy all day. So it's hard to log into Facebook and not get distracted by your news feed. And then it kind of dawned on me. But if, but if that's where people want to do business with me, then that's probably where I should be. Mm-hmm. It was, it's that change in, you know, when you were a kid and you had your first job and like mine was in a restaurant and I can remember them always saying, if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. <laughs> <laughs> I worked in restaurants. I remember I, that too. You remember that? Yep. Like, there, was, there was always something to do. And I feel yeah. like if I'm on Facebook, maybe that's not something to do, but a time waster, but not necessarily for us anymore. Because nope. The messages or the the tags in that state or that nationwide group, if I wait too long to answer a, an alert, somebody else has already jumped on it and said, well, hey, I'm in Florida because there's right. definitely other Florida agents, but I've been there the longest and I'm probably the most obnoxious Hey, look at me, one. So, oh my God. By the way, I have so many, I have a couple of friends and definitely a couple of clients who say that Facebook, just them interacting in groups and them interacting in just being on Facebook, they know if I need, if I get tagged, I need to go answer immediately because somebody's probably referring me. Somebody's probably saying, you need to talk to Michelle. You need to talk to so and so. So, if you're not on that and now, and they've already now talked, and you don't, you're like, no, I only have these hours where I'm supposed to be on Facebook. And, um, you know, I'm only allowed to do that during business hours. I mean, I'm all about boundaries. Don't get me wrong. But if if you already see that what we're talking about with you, if you said like giant portion of my business is referrals, my answer is, well, how can we amplify that using technology and social right. media? How do, we, how do we amplify you, your personality and what makes you di- so different? And simultaneously, as a result of that, how can we amplify your referrals? Okay. So yes, great paradigm shift as far as... And this is where that piece of technology comes in. The smart, smart business owners get... I need to be where people already are. I need to be able to be ready to let them interact with me in the way that they they want to interact, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so many people where I'm like, Oh my God, you should listen to my podcast. And they're like, I don't know what a podcast is. I'm never going to listen to one. I don't care. So there's a reason that my marketing, Biz Women Rock, is in a bunch of other places because there are so many people who will never listen to this show, but they love 
what Biz Women Rock stands for on the platform that they saw it with over there and that they engaged with it. So right. that's part of being technologically savvy and just being a savvy business owner to be on the front end of that wave, right? Right. There's a gazillion ideas going on in my head. I'm going to say first and foremost, this is not intended to be a very holistic marketing strategy. Okay. That's a definitely a different conversation where I would get more into like, Hey, well, if you really want to focus on commercial, let's talk about what you could do for that. And if you right. really want to focus on this, let's talk about what you could do for that. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to drum up a couple of ideas that I'm having that I hope you will be able to take and say, Oh, that's a good idea. Let me go implement that. But the foundation here of the question that you're asking is what differentiates me? So I'm going to try to turn the volume up on both of those things that we identified, the technology and the you. Okay. So number one, the you. What I would do is I would take an inventory of the groups that you are already involved with. Mm -hmm. And I would ask yourself, which ones are worthwhile for you? And, and I'm not asking this in the way of like, Oh, I get X amount of referrals out of there and X amount of referrals out of there. There's something called... Yes, you want to be like... You want your time to pay off in referrals. But there's also this thing when you get into the networking space and into the physical meeting space that you also understand that it's a matter of like you showing up and being in the community. Yeah. Because you could be a part of this entrepreneurs group that they don't do referrals, but it's just, you know, it's all about building those relationships. And you never know what kind of referral partners you end up meeting in there. What other insurance agents only provide personal stuff and they don't do commercial and they've been looking for someone worth uh, trustworthy to refer all that business to, right? Right. So you, I want you to expand your mind on like, which groups am I a part of? currently that actually are really worth my time going to. Uh, the second question there would be, which groups am I not a part of that I think I should be a part of that will be really powerful for me, right? And then getting in even deeper there is, are there groups or associations or events that I need to be a part of in a deeper way? Is there a place where I should go be part of a board? Is there a specific event that I should sponsor? And so you need to start asking yourself, again, always thinking about like who's there, who's in the room, and how do I maximize these relationships? Okay, So that's sort of general in-person meeting going type stuff. You're already doing it. So that's just a way to think about it a little bit deeper and more strategically. Okay. The second thing is, let's talk about these online groups. So if you do... This is so beautiful that you're doing this. So you, I, I'm assuming you meant groups because you did say Facebook neighborhood Facebook pages. Or yes, these, groups. They're groups. These are groups. Okay, great. Yeah. So what you want to do is... find If that's working for you already in a group... Go duplicate that. What other group can you go be a part of and start participating in in a way that's authentic and in a way that you know you're a resource and you're just in there. You get to see what's happening. Again, this is just like in-person networking groups. You don't want to go join a thousand of them. Right. So my my recommendation would be find. You seem to know this already. Look at who where you're already getting the most amount of business. These pockets that you're talking about, those ge these geographical pockets, and go get yourself involved in those neighborhood. Facebook groups. Okay. With the same concept, I want to take that exact same geo targeted concept and bring it out to a couple of other points and a couple of other tools. So I live in a neighborhood called Palmacia, and there is a really nice publication that they have called the Palmacia Magazine. And I know that they do this for a lot of different neighborhoods, like this particular publication. 
but you need to find which ones, if you identify these three to five top areas for you, see what publications are out there like this. Because what that publication ends up working like is it's like a beautifully done newsletter, community newsletter, right. really what it is. So I see like if there's a store that just recently moved in, they will make sure to go in there and place an ad. And now I... Because I'm looking at it because it's so niche down to my neighborhood and I want to know what's going on in my neighborhood. Right. So it's a really great way. And on top of that, you can often submit an opportunity to write an article for them to write if you are content driven which i'm hearing that you are you can write a really great article and say hey i would love to submit this i'd love as long as it's super valuable for the community members so think about that and just i what i would do is i would i would give you i got to see if i have one michelle i can grab one for you and show you what it is but grab one of a local like a nice looking one right like someone that's they're going to be looking through it and go see what's already there and go see how you can get yourself integrated there, okay? That's true for all of those little pocket areas for you, okay? We want to maximize what you already have going for you and see if you can turn up the fire on it. Because if referrals are the bottom line of what's happening for you, and truthfully, people are referring people. And if your differentiator is you as the person, that's what we want to focus on, okay? The other tool is a t- an app that I have called Nextdoor. That's what it's called. It has a it has a house on it. It's a little on my phone. It's a little green app with a, a white house on it. Yep, we're on so, Nextdoor. Okay, perfect. So Nextdoor, for those of you who don't know, is this awesome app where neighborhoods talk to each other. It's kind of like a Facebook group, but it's not on Facebook. So it's this really great resource where I sign up and I put in my zip code, and then it connects me to everyone else who's also in that zip code. And then we talk. And so we could say, Hey, I t- take a picture of this cat that I found, you know, hanging around my house. Does anyone know who this is? Does anyone know what happened with that car that was out there and looked totaled in the middle of the road? Does, you know, I'm looking for babysitter. I'm looking for this. That is such a goldmine of people asking for resources all the time. And by the way, this tool is applicable. I, I know for anyone in the US, I would imagine it's a global resource. So you can totally use this. This is such a powerful tool to get local. Okay? So get yourself on there. And what I would do as a, as a strategy is I would start participating as a... As a person in the neighborhood. Now this makes it a little difficult for you to go like let's say a pocket an area pocket of yours is like an hour away and you don't really live there so you're not really going to be able to do it over there. But what you can do is put it in for your local area and then it, like if you go and you have family up in your other area maybe you can be part of that too, you know, cuz if you're spending some time up there that's totally relevant. But right. at the very least put it in for your own location and start to be someone of value there. Start to talk to people on there. Start to welcome people when they come on. Start to say, oh, hey, you know, no, that's not my cat, you know, but it might be so-and-so's or whatever it is. So that's a really powerful resource too. Any questions there so far? Nope. And we do, I do a little bit of that. My neighborhood is all on, on next door. We try to be a resource there. And a couple of weeks ago, there was a tornado through my area. There was all kinds of information about that. So it's, Nice to be able to be an educational resource to them too about, yep. you know, as soon as that was done, there were companies canvassing the neighborhood yep. and, you know, not always good thing. Yeah. So we just try to, you know, if you have questions, even if I'm not your agent, even if you have a claim or, or some sort of an insurance question, we're happy to be that person that helps you try to work through that. Yeah. Whether you're our client or not, we, you know, we want you to, to be protected and to be covered and, if we can be a resource, hopefully you remember that when you get your next, you know, when you get your next bill in the mail or whatever right. the case might be. Right. Um, 
And so we are doing that. I don't, I don't know what else is out there that we're, like you said, there's different areas we can go to. There's publications we could look at submitting informational stuff. We're, I'm committed. I am, I'm in process. I bought a, um, a paper calendar, which I can't believe I did. I hate paper, but a July to to June of next year, like planner, and mm-hmm. we're planning out our social media posts, our blog posts, and topics. And there's a, a strategic ish visibility thing, so I'm not just winging it on a day to day basis. Perfect. Which is very, very smart. So we're, my goal is to be done with that entire project for the year by October. So we'll see what happens. Right. Almost the middle of July. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm through tomorrow. It's okay. <laughs> you know, so there's a couple of extra things I just want to throw out there. So I'm looking at your website right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. while you are making it obvious that Hillsborough County, like very local, like my business is known locally. I do local business. But it sounds like you do business outside of that, right? I do. Absolutely. I'm looking on your website and it says Brandon Florida Insurance Agency. That it does. Would, that would turn me off because I'm in Tampa. So I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not in Brandon. So I'm not going to call. So I asked my web guy about that. And that was supposed to be from an SEO standpoint. Yes. Yes. But so it, I'm, that's the one thing that frustrates me the most about my website. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say this too, because probably you listening have heard, if you do not write your own web copy, you have definitely heard uh, like, or somebody has told you what you need to have in order to get good SEO for your website. And what that basically means is that when somebody is typing in in Google, Brandon Insurance, an insurance company in Brandon, you will come up because you have that copy on your site, right? There are better ways to incorporate great keywords and geo-targeted keywords in the copy of your website. But if you don't want to be seen as just one area, it doesn't need to be like in somebody's face. You could still get SEO within the copy of your um, website without it like being like... like the, I'm right on my website. The very first thing I see is this giant thing called Brandon Florida Insurance Company. So what I would do is I would... You can put SEO keywords like, do you live in Brandon or Tampa? Here, and this is what is on her site right now. Here are some of the insurance products we specialize in for Florida residents. Okay. You could change that to we have, we are privileged to service to provide insurance solutions for people in the Tampa, Brandon, blah, blah, blah. You kind of like list them out if you want to be that local. But you can actually have this in separate copies. So uh, like in what I just read is like kind of in a subtitle, like that's in a subtitle on the website. So it's still really big. So you could say like we specialize in insurance solutions for these particular areas. So you're actually like listing more like Brandon, St. Petersburg, Clearwater, Tampa, you know, I know like Hillsborough, you could say Hillsborough County, but like whatever it is, but you can also put those words down in any copy where you have more description over who you are and what you do. Okay. Now, what in the world should be right there on the front of your page? You have this gorgeous picture of a downtown, you know, scape of Tampa, which is awesome. And anyone who's in this area is going to identify with that. But this is that question of like, what was the percentage of people who are local for you? Local Um, versus outside of Tampa Bay? Probably 70%. 
it's a pretty high low. That it, okay, that's pretty high. So what your website shows me right now is a totally geo-targeted. I'm a local business that serves local people, which is great for those 70% of people. But if you don't want to turn off the other 30% of people or the potential business that you have outside of that, I'm not saying that you forget that the majority of your business comes local. So you don't want to alienate your local folks. Sure. But what you can do is you have this beautiful giant graphic of downtown Tampa. Well, what you could do is come up with a graphic or two or more than that, that is a little bit more explanatory of like insurance or like like the solutions of the pain points that somebody's having. Like there could be a, a graphic representation of the solutions that people want to their insurance. So I don't know what that looks like. It might be like... A family coming together and hugging. It might be, you know, just like happy people. I, like pain points are, I'm covered in case anything happens, right? right? So, like, if there's a way that you could show that, it's visual to me. I'm seeing the benefits of having insurance, right? So, it doesn't necessarily need to be a Tampa thing, okay? okay. As far as your graphic goes. Okay. Now, What's that giant opt-in? Because right here on her site, she's got this beautiful box that says trusted, local, convenient, brand of Florida insurance agency. And then the call to actions are start a quote or schedule a call, which is great. We just got done saying that one of the biggest differentiators is you. Now, you are down here... If I scroll down a little bit, I absolutely see this gorgeous picture of you, your giant name, Michelle Mosier, president, and then this cool video that shows a little bit more about you guys and what you do. That might actually be a really great thing to have right up on top. Like having a video right up on top of like, who are we and what do we do? I'm not saying that's exactly what you should do. This would definitely take like a whole website analysis, really. But I would challenge you to think about from a marketing perspective, if somebody's coming to my website, what's the first thing that I want them to see that's going to differentiate us? So number one, you've got this technology. So you have color text, which is great. You said that you do have a... Or maybe you didn't say this. Do you have a chat option? Facebook Messenger. So you should see the Facebook Messenger. Okay. I didn't know that that's what that was, by the way. So I you... asked that too. And everybody was like, who doesn't know what the Messenger icon looks like? Well, I don't. <laughs> it looked like a little bolt of lightning. And perhaps yes. you listening knew that. And I'm the, the joke is on me. But if you click it, it comes up with your Facebook. Yeah, it does. So what I would do, and that's beautiful. What I would do is I would make some sort of visual that says, you know, um, live chat with us here. You know, have questions, chat with us here live, and then have a arrow pointing to it, or you know, like make some sort of a visual that comes up because I see as I scroll down that messenger button stays there, which is great. But mm -hmm. if you can make the button an image that says, have questions, chat with us now, chat with us live or whatever that is. And then make it obvious that I can do that right away. That is a huge differentiator because I can get my questions answered right away. Yeah, because nobody uses that. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. And, and so... You know what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. So that's a cool technology thing. Okay. So now what this, what should this call to action end up being on your website? I don't know the answer to that. That answer comes in the form of what do people most... What do you want people to do when they come to your website? Send us information about what their needs are. I mean, okay. I want them to complete a, a quote request ultimately. Okay. But if they come there, it depends. I mean, it depends on where they are coming from. Like... I would love for them to come down and, and read our blog. But if they found the blog post, hopefully it should have taken it right to them, taken them right to it. 
my guess is, is that most people who are coming to your website are now searching. They're ripe, ripe for business. They are searching for insurance. Typically, yes. Okay, gotcha. So what you want is to give them answers right away so that they can make a decision. What my guess would be on what you want them to do is A, you want to make yourself available to chat with them if they have any specific questions. But B, you want to get them a quote as soon as possible. Because this day and age, we consumers... We're going to find out, do all of our research before we actually get on the phone with you to talk to you. Some, most of us, right? What you can do is if you can make that process really simple, and I see you have this start quote, you might change the language to that call to action button. You might change that language to get, um, get a quote now, you know, or like it, once I click through that, it's really nice. It says, start your quote in seconds, right? So, how long does this actual thing take? Because it doesn't see, seem very, very long. It's not very long, but that really just provides us information to do the quotes. Perfect. Actually, you're starting your quote, but we're finalizing it on our end. So how long does it take on your end to do that? Depends on the day. Sometimes it's, you know, an hour from when we get it. Sometimes it depends on how much of that information that they complete. So what about this? What if you had a new process where this call to action is get a quote fast and then they click on it, they fill out that very quick form that you already have on your website. That's great. And the minute you get it, someone in your office calls them or you call them and you say, Hey, I just want to let you know we got everything for your quote. I'm about to go do it for you right now. Just want to make sure that everything is great. So you are immediately establishing that relationship. What other company does that? Right. We do that by email, which may or may not be the best way because it comes into us in email. So we immediately reply back and say, hey, we got your website request. Thank you. Here's the other information that we need. Would it be possible for you to start answering those as a person like via phone? Sure. I'm only saying that because if we're looking for differentiators, in the day and age of automation, it's the personal touch that reigns. It really is. And especially in your business where it's so personal, I can get... This is a commodity. I could get this anywhere. Like, No, it's about you and your personal touch. And my goodness, if you call me after I've just done that and I get to hear like your pleasant voice and you you start that rapport building... I will submit a thousand other inquiries and quotes and you call me back in an hour, I will wait and I will be like, awesome, cool, Michelle. uh, Yeah, Michelle, this is great. Awesome, I'll do this, right? Because I'm getting all the same numbers back. So that's a huge differentiator. So that's something that... and, And you know what? Figure out how to scale that when you have that problem. When you are receiving 100 calls a day and you can't answer them, then we can talk about how to automate that a little bit better. (laughs) And and perhaps, by the way, automation might be actually having somebody else do that. And that's a big customer service thing. But that is a big differentiator. I would imagine a big, big reason that a lot of people refer you and the way that you get business is because when somebody does either a Facebook referral for you or they email and say, you've got to talk to Michelle, that you're immediately picking up the phone and calling that person, right? Right. Perfect. So make your um, website do whatever the Whatever their communication... Yeah. I mean, yeah. reaching out and making that contact and... Yeah. Exactly. And if somebody doesn't want to talk to you, they, they, they won't talk to you. And you'll, you know, you could still have that e- if you if it's an automated email that says, Hey, we got your paperwork, we'll be doing this right away. Still to send that out. You don't lose anything by sending that out. But right. pick up the phone and make that personal connection. It's such a great you've got people who are hot and ready to make a decision. So if somebody's taking the time to fill out that quote paperwork or that that quote form, then they're interested. So call them up and win them over with your awesome personality. <laughs> Sounds easy. <laughs> it is easy. 
but I just want to make sure that you hear that, you know, this is marketing, but this is stuff that often gets overlooked in this whole world of like, I need a social media plan and I need this big giant thing happening over here. Like these are all the little things that make a big difference, especially... And, and I believe we are in the day and age when who we are as individuals is a giant differentiator in our businesses. How many other freaking business women's groups are there? How many other business women and uh, female entrepreneur organizations are there out there? There are a ton. And one of the main things that makes Biz Women Rock so unique is me. And so the better job I can do at accentuating what makes me so different and so special and just who I am, the quicker and the the deeper it attracts people to me who are going to be attracted to me, right? right? If somebody doesn't want that, if somebody's not attracted to me, if I'm not their jam, like, okay, no big deal. Like, I don't lose anything by it. They don't lose anything by it. They get to go find the, the woman that really jives for them, right? Same thing for you. If you called... You know, if Jane put in a quote and you called her up right away and she was like, I'm too busy. I don't want to talk to you. I just wanted, I wanted everything. I don't want to talk to anyone. I just wanted to get this done in paperwork. Well, perhaps she's not your ideal client anyway, right? Could be. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, that, that everybody is not. <laughs> yeah. Right. Haven't we all learned that? So anyway, so that the, these are all just little minor tweaks that I think will make a big difference in what you're doing and how you're doing it and what kind of response that you're getting. Okay. I just want to end this because we're coming to to close on time here. But um, I really want to put a little bit of light on this technology thing that you've got. Okay, so we, we just talked about what you have on your website. So that's super cool. The message, the you know, live messaging thing is super cool. But let's talk about technology. Your technology is only as good as people knowing that they can use it. So yes, if I go to your website and and I see that I can have a live chat with you, that's awesome. You know, what other things are there on your website? What other what other ways can I interact with you via technology? So what you might want to consider is how are you making sure that people know how they can use you? So if okay. you, I, I don't know if you have an app or you know a, a, a way through somebody's phone that they can get a quick quote or what have you. So my recommendation would be is that maybe you can do some sort of visual tutorial that is just like a screen share and you're doing like a little mini video and it says, Hey, you know, here's how you fill out... Here's how you can get a quote really fast. And here's how you can do it from your phone. And here's how you could do this. And those can be part of your blog post and they can be... You know, you can put them on your website as little mini tutorials. And here's how we can help you do this. So just a couple of little ideas that might make the tech... The way... The ways you guys are very tech savvy it might make that a lot more visible. So people actually know that they can do that with you. Okay. Semi-related is this educational content marketing. Okay. So I see that you're really good at that. I see that you love that. And it goes hand in hand with the fact that you are what makes your business different. So I don't know because I haven't seen, but I would imagine that video, video would work really well for you. So not only written blogs, but if you did some video stuff, because they want to see you, they want to see who you are. And once again, I don't, I'm not going to pretend that this is a whole complete marketing plan, but but when you're sitting down and making your social media strategy plan, you might consider looking at, can I do a Facebook Live? Can I do a Twitter Live? Can I do an Instagram Live? Like where, where are my people already? And how can I get in front of them so they see my face and they identify my face with my services and how I can help them? And you can start overlapping the education that you, were, that you really love giving. You can overlap that education with some video so people can see your face. Okay? Okay. We could do that. Sweet. I don't really like myself on video. You're so cute on video. 
<laughs> I have to learn to get over that. <laughs> It's okay. There, you, you and I are talking right now, and this is I. I have talked plenty of times at how there are so many business people who would probably slap me on the wrist for showing up to a Facebook Live in my workout gear and yesterday's makeup. But you know what? Like, if I'm not anything, if I'm not real, and and I'm not going to not do a video because I need to go take a shower and get ready, and I only have twenty minutes to do this, and. Right. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny the marketing if it's if I'm not looking perfect. So, but do whatever you need to do and what's in line with your brand, okay? <laughs> so that those are just a couple of ideas that I have. By no means is this a giant, holistic, huge marketing strategy, but I feel like we've answered and gotten pretty good clarity on a couple of those major points that make you so different and unique, and maybe some new ideas on how you can accentuate both of those things, the technology absolutely. and you. So does that feel pretty good? Yes, absolutely. Yay! Yay. Okay. Ideas in here. Good. Awesome. You'll see a video on Facebook someday. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Very, very nice. Cool. Um, by the way, another random idea is if you are in your Facebook groups that you're a part of, uh-huh. you're going to have to check with the culture of those groups. But it there are some groups where it's totally cool. If you go in there and, and whether it's a pre-recorded video or a live video, there are plenty of groups that it's totally okay to go in there and do a video for people. Hey guys, you know, there was a hurricane up here. I just wanted to come to you and let you know if you guys have any questions. This is what I do. I insure people for this kind of stuff. But you know, I'm here to answer questions if you have anything going on right now. So most of them allow a marketing post or a a sales type post like one day a week. Mm -hmm. And we usually have a graphic and we type something. There's not an issue with video other than my own personal video issue, but I'm just saying is like now, especially if in those like promotional days or what have you in that thread, you can post a video there. So if you, so if you have, even if it's a templated video that you, or pre-recorded video that you created, it's a nice video. And maybe you have a couple of them like these blog videos. Hey, there was this issue happening over here. Maybe it would be helpful for somebody. Here's, you know, it's a video blog here. Right. Here's how we can help with this. Or here's... Let me know if you have questions about this particular thing that just happened. So whatever that is. Anyway. Okay. okay I can I could ramble on great ideas forever. So <laughs> anyway. So just a couple of thoughts. So you feel pretty good about this. You have a, cu- a couple of good action items that will get you moving forward. Yep. Yay. Absolutely. Any other questions for me? Notes. Yeah. Tons of notes. <laughs> awesome. Well, listen, Michelle, thank you so much for You're being welcome. here and for sharing about your business and allowing me to brainstorm with you and strategize about how to really differentiate yourself. And I love that you brought this question to the table because so many other businesswomen are experiencing this. And in a world where everyone is selling everything and a lot of it is the same, like how do we really make sure that we are standing out above the crowd? Right. So these are a couple of starter ways on how to do that. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this episode today. I am so grateful that you are here listening. If you want to connect with your fellow listeners and start having more and more business conversations so that you can learn all the intricacies you need to learn about growing a business and growing it purposefully and making it grow beyond what you can possibly imagine, go connect with thousands of other business owners in the Biz Women Rock community. We have a private Facebook group that is totally free for you at bizwomenrock.com forward slash group. I look forward to seeing you in there.